Welcome to today's episode of the Maximize Business Podcast. I am your host, David Hogan, and each week I bring stories, advice, and strategies to entrepreneurs about how to get the absolute best out of your business in a dynamic and fast-moving marketplace. What are the key things that every business must have in place in order to ensure its success over the long term? My name is David Hogan. My company is called Maximize Business, and I help entrepreneurs to generate smarter profits in order to enjoy more sustainable and better profits in the long run. So today I'd like to talk about those 10 key ingredients that I see are essential for the success of any business. The first one, and a very, very important one, is your business plan. It is vital that a lot of effort and preparation goes into the compilation of that business plan. And it's something that can get skipped over in that enthusiasm to get started. But I have found through experience that the more time and effort that is put into thinking about your business on paper before you start, the better the chances of success. Because it forces you to think about things like the cost of producing the goods or services that you are about to sell to the marketplace, the expected margins that you'll have, the expected profit, the amount of capital that you will need. Uh, it'll also force you to think about, well, what happens in year two, year three, as the business grows? Will you be able to sustain that scaling up of the business? So it forces you to think deep about it. And the more you do that with your business plan, the better. The business plan also will, will serve you well if you need to go for funding because a lender or an investor will rely very heavily on how you present your case to them via that business plan. So the better the business plan and the more often it's reviewed, the better the success chances for your business. So that's number one. Number two is stick to what you're good at. And this is something that also can get missed in that people are ambitious and want to get going in business, but they may not have thought through what that business involves for them in that they could have a particular skill that they're very, very good at, but they don't get to use that skill in the business. And that would be a pity both from a fulfillment point of view, but in reality, it'll make it much harder for your business to be successful. So when choosing the type of business you're going into, make sure that you get to use your skills and talents in that business and leave the other roles in the business to other people who are good at those jobs. So make sure you get that differentiation. Stick to what you're good at, because if you do that, you will excel at it, and if you excel at it, your customers will reward you by coming back to you time and time again. So that's number two. Number three is research your market. Again, very, very important. You can make assumptions about your business that are incorrect because you haven't done the homework and the due diligence. And what I mean by researching the market is that, for example, if you plan to open a coffee shop in your local neighborhood, the first thing obviously you should be doing is looking at, well, how many coffee shops are already operating in the area and how are they doing? What kind of footfall are they getting? How long are they in business? And also very importantly, check are there more coffee shops or coffee shop chains about to open up in the area who will be going into direct competition against you? So that type of research before you start is very, very important. And obviously something that you continue to do, research your market, make sure that you're pursuing the right part of the market to give yourself every chance of success. That's number three. And number four is study your competition. Now study your competition means that you need to think about, well, what dangers could come on me in business if my competitors start to try to undercut me, for example. Also, a good thing to do with your competitors is look at 
What kind of products and service are they offering? At what level? And what can you do to improve on that? You don't need to reinvent the wheel. What you need to do is just do something 10% better than your competitors and the customers will come flowing in the door. Next one is managing your strengths and weaknesses. Again, this kind of comes back to sticking what you're good at, but also understanding your work style, the way you operate. Some business owners are leaders and other business owners are really more like managers. So you need to understand that if you're a leader, let other people do the various jobs and you oversee from above, so to speak. If you're a manager and you like to roll up your sleeves, then do that by all means, but make sure that the other important roles in the company are filled. So you may need a director, somebody to, to work alongside you to direct the rest of the staff while you like to roll up your sleeves and meet the customers on the front line. So manage your strengths and weaknesses, very, very important. Next one is knowing what you are selling. In other words, what is your unique selling proposition? That is something that can change over time, but it's very, very important that when you're starting out that you, you feel that you have an edge. So to be successful in any business, you need to be able to provide a product or service in a way that makes the customer come to you instead of your comp competition. So what can you produce or what can you deliver in a way that's unique to your business only and perfect that process and that will augur well for the long-term success of your business. Number seven is cash flow management. And again, you'll obviously need some capital as you start out your business, but equally there are many, many really good businesses that tend to struggle because as the company grows and develops, they literally don't have enough capital to keep all the wages paid and the bills paid while they're expanding. So they end up often going too far too fast and cash flow catches them out and then a business might even have to close, which is an awful pity. And that's purely bad thinking, bad uh, planning in that you didn't think ahead and allow for this in your business model. And that cash flow management is important to capture in your business plan at the start, but also uh, as you go along, you need to be constantly reevaluating what does this business need in terms of cash flow and plan ahead for that rather than be firefighting as you go along. Number eight is invest in marketing. Now, investing in marketing is essential because the old saying of build it and they will come doesn't apply anymore in business. If you build it, they won't come. They won't find you because they have a myriad of uh, different options available to them. So you need to invest in marketing to find the customers and bring them across to you in what is often a crowded and ultra competitive marketplace. And that's the job of marketing is to catch the attention of your prospects and bring them across to you and you then to deliver for them and build up a loyalty and a relationship with them. So marketing is essential. Number nine is a strong online presence. Now it might sound obvious, but when I say online presence, it's not just about being on social media, which would be more popular now. Uh, a good website with the basics in place, with a strong SEO presence, with traffic being driven to it, is the backbone of any business. And remember, once somebody decides they want a product or service, the first thing they're going to do is they're going to get onto Google and they're going to uh, put in a search for the product or service they want. And it's at that stage, the effort that you've made in your online presence on your website specifically is going to pay off. So put a lot of effort and resources into that on a continual basis. And the final thing is to build a team because 
you won't be able to do it on your own. You will need help. Even if you start off on your own and your business grows, you're going to need help. And that team can be in the form of staff or contractors, or it could be uh, outside freelancers or specialists that you bring in on a case-by-case basis. But it's essential that you build a team of people that you know and trust, understand the culture of your business, and that you can work with for the longer term. So there's the 10 things that I believe are essential for the success of any business. If you want to get any more details on me, you can go to my website, www.david-hogan.com, and you'll also get me on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, Thank you for listening today, and I wish you every success in business for the long term. Thank you. You have been listening to the Maximize Business Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For show notes and more information about how to scale your business to the next level, go to www.david-hogan.com.